Motherboard, proudly brought to you by Loopy Lou, Lidl's award-winning baby range. Hello, I'm Avril Flynn and you're very welcome to the Motherboard podcast. This podcast series features real parents talking about the beautiful but sometimes hard work of raising children today. Before we get to my amazing panel, I just want to let you know about this week's fantastic offer from our sponsor, Lidl. Lidl is giving Motherboard listeners 20% off their award-winning Loopy Loop baby range. All you have to do is visit familyfriendlyhq forward slash motherboard to redeem your coupon. T's and C's do apply and remember this offer is limited, so redeem your coupon before it runs out. So as I said, we have a fantastic panel today. Joining me in studio is GAA player Lorna Fushardi, who plays Gaelic football with Wicklow and Fox Rock Cabinteely, so for county and for her local club. And also powerlifting powerhouse champion <laughs> Tara Mooney, who's also a mum of two and recently returned from winning a medal at the Europeans. Huge congratulations for that. Both of these ladies are absolute sporting legends and I'm so thrilled that they're joining me today to discuss the balance of motherhood and sport. There are so many benefits to sport and we all know them. It keeps you fit. Besides being absolutely amazing for your physical health, it's really, really good for your mental health. And we'll talk a bit about that later. From a young young age, it can teach you valuable life skills and hopefully promote a strong mental well-being. But for girls, there seems to be a, a dropout rate that doesn't happen with a lot of boys. Just coming first to you, Lorna, what is it about sport that you think it's just such an important part of life? Um, so one of the main kind of benefits and the most important thing to me is like the group of friends I have um, from such a young age up to right now. I've still been playing with the same girls since under 16. So that's a massive um perk and incentive to make me continue to play because obviously you enjoy being with your friends three or four times a week and just the crack of training as well then again like obviously self-confidence mental health especially being a mom um you probably see probably lots of parents or young mums who do play a sport of any type um it's a thing to get back out of the house and not lock yourself up and be alone like it's a lonely thing being on maternity leave as well so I think it's a massive factor to get back out there and it's something that you really well I thoroughly enjoy that most people in a sporting background they enjoy it so they want to get back out but it's just um yeah it's just it's so good for your health and also the friends piece really really inspired me absolutely and Tara what what about you what do you love about sport um I'd agree with Lorna I think there's a social aspect to it as well Um, especially for competitions it's always the same people that we're meeting so we get to catch up with our friends maybe that we haven't seen in a while um it's your bit of me time I don't know I would just prefer to go to the gym than to have the hour in the evening sitting down watching telly for me it's just like that's my time to myself and it's also like a massive stress reliever like if especially in the sport I'm in you need a bit of aggression so if you've had a bad day you just go to the gym and it's one of those sports where the more angry you are the better you perform so you obviously come back in a better mood (laughs) Um, and as well as that like uh, my partner as well he's into powerlifting so um, we kind of have our little bit of time together even though uh, we can support each other yeah yeah sometimes sometimes we can wind each other up and your journey to powerlifting you only discovered it after you'd become a mum yeah Um, which is amazing so tell me about that so what happened is I was always kind of into the gym but I suppose I was like everybody else Um, after I had the kids you know I wanted to lose the baby weight and get fit again and you know 
look like I didn't have a baby I suppose um so I did go back to the gym and I did classes and I did like got program and I was doing what everybody else does basically um and then somebody that I was seeing at the time he was into powerlifting it's something I would have never considered in my whole life um I would have done a little bit of weight but nothing major I suppose like what everybody would have done um so he asked me to try a deadlift never deadlifted before in my whole entire life so I said yeah I'll give it a go and I think the first time like obviously I warmed up to it but I finished with 107.5 kilos which was really really good considering it was my first time. Like when I look back at the video, my form was terrible. I don't know how I didn't break my back, but like there was obviously... Um, there was a natural ability yeah, there. there was, yeah. yeah, yeah, there was a skill there that I didn't know, so I pursued it. And yeah, I'm doing, I'm competing two years now and I'm, I'm doing quite well in it, so. You are doing amazing. Yeah, <laughs> quite well, like the understatement of the morning. And for you, Lorna, it's something that you've done from childhood right up. But did it affect your, um, you know, when you were planning to have a baby, did that kind of come into it? Because I know how passionate you are about your sport. Yeah, so I suppose you would. Well, depending on the level, like I said, I'm not a top athlete, you know, like I said, it's not um, something that I probably would have had to really, really consider compared to other girls out there who are competing at higher levels or whatever. But I suppose I did constantly think like oh god what if I miss this or what if they win this year and we don't win like as I always wanted to be a part of the of the bigger picture so like I did I I did take it into consideration and like I did plan having my baby that it happened that we ended up being knocked out of an all-Ireland final and things worked <laughs> quite quickly at the time and then I did miss out on a year but the girls unfortunately didn't actually succeed that year so I was obviously very sad but happy that I didn't actually miss out on a on a a big win but yeah I suppose it is probably something that women would look at um depending on your level of commitment and stuff like that I suppose and when you had your little person so she is two and she's absolutely beautiful my dad (laughs) as well you went back to training quite quickly afterwards because that was something (laughs) that you wanted to for yourself yeah I suppose like Tara was saying as in you do about the weight issue and getting fit you're you've been like pregnant for so long well felt like so long that you literally just want your normal body back so obviously I wanted to get back in sooner rather than later but I do think I probably went back t- slightly early I went back about six weeks after and I did have the all clear or whatever from the doctors and everything. but you felt ready yeah I felt yeah. ready exactly but um I did only go back because the girls actually were in the the county final the Dublin county final so I wanted to be a part of it um and I did I talked out um you know maybe three or four weeks after after maybe three weeks after I had just come back so I did tog out and it was great to be a part we won um but then again I did have kind of some back issues don't know if it was my body wasn't just ready yet or the training obviously was quite tough not that I had to like keep up with the girls you know after being out for nearly a year but it definitely was something that took a toll on my body and if I was to go again it would definitely I would wait a, a little bit longer and that's the thing like you know for women who actually have to physically carry a pregnancy there are so many different things to weigh up and there is a physical toll to being pregnant not just time wise yeah but it really does take it out of you yeah of course it does I suppose it all depends on how your birth went as well like I was very lucky to have very straightforward wasn't one of those horrific stories that you may hear but I was lucky but girls say who may have had a c-section or had a had a bad birth like you could be talking like you know 12 to 14 weeks the time you're back the time your body repairs because it obviously goes through a lot of stress through birth but 
But the amazing thing is when you actually have a natural level of fitness and you keep fit exactly, throughout your pregnancy, yeah. you're more likely to actually have an easier and brain. And, that and I actually, I, I say that to even my friends now who they wouldn't be um, playing sports. They'd be, they'd be into the gym now, like, but nothing like your level. But I would always say, please, like, even if it was just a walk down the road, I'm like, it def- I definitely think it helps with labor being f- fit. And Tara, for you, you ha- you came to it after you'd had your family, mm-hmm. but you had this natural ability. How were you able to ramp that up to, you know, to the amazing levels you're at now with two little people to look after? Um, I suppose I have great support. Um, so, you know, I have great family that help with the kids when I'm at competitions. Um, as well as that, you know, there is family uh, friendly gyms out there. So if there's an opportunity where you don't have them in school or you know, you have to bring them along. Like, I suppose we can bring tablets with them and little yeah. snacks and I can get a little bit of an hour done. So there is other options out there then for people that are not necessarily into powerlifting or that, but that want to go to the gym, you know, there's like buggy classes and that. So there is plenty of options out there. I always say to people, if you don't want to do something, you'll find reasons not to do it. Yeah. If you really want to do something, you'll do the research and you'll find um, different alternatives to go to the gym so there is plenty like when they're in school and that I try to get majority of my training done but you know obviously in the summer they're home now so they do come to the gym with me once or twice a week or but I mean that in itself is wonderful role modeling because you're you know you know I always think with kids what they see is what they do yeah. so if they mm-hmm. see in a very natural way that you know, their their parent is keeping fit and keeping healthy and that health and fitness are just an everyday. That's a wonderful message. Yeah, to, like to when be they go in there, kids. they do play with like the little baby weights and stuff. And as I said, I do bring their tablets, but I have to say 90% of the time they're like on the row machine or the yeah. bikes or <laughs> playing with the weights themselves. So they do see it and they do mimic it as well. But if it ever becomes an issue where they don't want to go or they're not enjoying it, like at the end of the day, yeah, I'm competing in it, but it's a hobby for me. And family is first. So if it ever becomes an issue where they're not enjoying it and they don't want to go there, then I'll never force them to go just for me to train. Like, that's not fair. And for you, Lorna, like the whole thing with the amount you train, we were talking just off air slightly. The, The big difference between men and women is when your husband trains, nobody says to him who's looking after the kids. And probably he doesn't even think. Yeah. But that's something. <laughs> but there is something as mums that we have to constantly think. And we're also constantly asked about. Yeah, I agree. Like as in, even if there was a case where parents weren't available or the two of us are training, my husband would automatically presume, well, I'm going training, even though I have training on. But like now we're lucky enough that it hasn't actually come down to that. But I do think that that I don't feel like they have they don't feel the same responsibility maybe that that I, I he he wouldn't feel the same responsibility as as I would without slating my husband here but yeah no I do think um that that is the, the case to be honest with you but we are lucky that there is a support system there but because we do both train opposite nights most nights of the week like but it's it compartmentalization as well yeah. I mean if any of the lads are out yeah. and if they're they're expecting a baby they can train right up until know, yeah. right up until their their wife or partner is yeah. giving birth the whole time they can go back to training the night after I know, yeah. whereas for us it's a much more physical thing that we have to really think about and that continues on and as I said people ask all the time yeah. who's looking after such and mm-hmm. such oh d- did you get somebody to mind such and yeah. such yeah yeah which which I think so that message is constantly reinforced that that's our job when it's not it's yeah. you know it's both or do you it's find both it parents. hard to believe that you are a mother 
You really? Know? Yes, all the time. But I don't get it from people in the powerlifting community. It's people, normal people in the yeah. gym. When I say, I might bring up in conversation, oh, you know, I have to go collect the kids. And they go, what, you're a mum? And I'm like, yeah. You know, they don't believe. Well, how can you train like and have two kids like? But it, but you make it work. Yeah, yeah but they're, it's still questions, you yeah. know. I just, yeah. It's very normal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing. Whereas I think if you were a man, I don't think that would be questioned yeah. in any way. They wouldn't even ask him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing because it is quite yeah. a personal question. Yeah, is, you know, yeah, how do you manage it? Well, actually, I don't. You know, they're yeah. they're, they're <laughs> it's actually none of my business. My house is a mess. <laughs> and would you uh, really want? I mean, I know it's not a sport that kids would take up per mm-hmm. se but is it something that you'd really encourage your kids because you have a girl and a boy I have a girl and a boy yeah look it's completely up to themselves I think they should have a hobby I think all kids should have a sport and hobby um, if it's not powerlifting like I have to say with powerlifting though it's a pretty safe sport like I used to do horse riding when I was younger which is probably more of an acceptable child sport but it's definitely more dangerous <laughs> you know there's more injuries like without a doubt like touch wood I'm so lucky I've had no injury but powerlifting it's heavyweight so people think it's dangerous and like to be honest it's not because you're only doing like one rep of everything and you know you've people around you so if you don't make the lift they've caught the lift straight away so and personally I'd rather my kids do that then horse riding because I would have less of a worry of them getting hurt. And also what people don't see is at a competition you have one lift but you have done hours and yeah. hours and for you as well Lorna yeah, they see you at a game they're like training five times a week yeah. for a whole year I know. to get to that level. Yeah. And that's where we'll wrap up part one. In part two we're going to talk about there's been some really interesting research about Number one, confirming everything we discussed at the beginning, which is the positivities of sport, but also how difficult it is for girls and women to actually remain in sport and maybe come up with solutions as to how our listeners at home could become more engaged. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in part two. Lidl is giving Motherboard listeners 20% off their award-winning Loopy Loop baby range. All you have to do is visit familyfriendlyhq forward slash motherboard to redeem your coupon. T's and C's do apply and remember this offer is limited, so redeem yours before it runs out. Welcome back to part two. So I want to discuss with you, Lidl did some pretty interesting research. They're a huge supporter of women in sport, but they did some research, which I found kind of very encouraging, but also quite terrifying as well. So some of the stats were 50% of girls are likely to drop out of sport by the start of secondary school, which is so half are already gone by the time they're 13. Seven out of 10 young women give up because of lack of encouragement. Children who play sports, though, are four times more likely to feel body confident, which is what we discussed earlier. And 50% of young women feel more supported in life when they play sport, which backs up everything you've said. The one thing that drives me mad is the visibility in sport. I think that for one of the reasons that kids do drop out or girls do drop out is because there just isn't the same visibility on the TV. They don't see women in sport. Would you agree with that, Lorna? Yeah, I actually would. Well, I, like I do think it is improving now. Like with Lidl, they have so much advertisement and they are sponsoring a lot of the ladies' leagues and stuff like that. So I think having role models that young kids can see is is so important because I actually agree 100% with them stats. 
depending on what school you're in, depending on what community you're growing up in, it all depends on how long you will stay in a sport. If you've got someone to look up to or if you can see, even say in Dublin here, like the Dublin ladies team, like doing so, so good. And they are advertised everywhere now, which is brilliant for for young girls who can see, say, the likes of Sinead Goldrick and other girls out there up on billboards like that's massive for for us like even for me to look up and be like well look that's my friend like that's amazing that this is promoted for women and it's not just about the men's All-Ireland like as in women are equally as important and just as good if not better in some places at, at the sport as well that I do think advertisement does need to be lifted but I do think it is improving. Um, around I do think yeah definitely and would you agree with that as well yeah, that completely. that things are getting better it is getting better <laughs> it has, still has a long way to go but um, it's definitely getting better in it in your sport, I know we were talking earlier, there is though, it, it has become quite, there are 50% would yeah. be men and 50% would be women mm-hmm. that would compete. So do you think that makes it more of a level playing field that visibility wise you've oh, got yeah, half and definitely. half? Definitely, it's, it's nearly 50-50 at this stage. Um, we've got teenage divisions as well. So there's girls as young as 16 starting it. Um, we've got masters as well. So I've seen women hitting 60 doing it so Mm. it's really across range and as I said before it's 50-50 it's not really seen outside of the powerlifting world as that it's people see it as a male sport but when you're actually in it and competing in it it's very very equal very even and as well as that there's no you know the guys are very supportive of the women lifters and it's treated as seriously as the men lifters as well. And I mean, that's the thing. You have to, any athlete works just as hard Mm -hmm. as any other athlete. But unless you're actually seen on a more kind of wider stage, nobody gets to appreciate that hard work. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the thing is, how do we improve that? And I think the... The one thing that I would say is people like Lidl doing this research and making more of an investment in that, but also to encourage for other people listening at home to actually encourage their girls as much as their boys to actually go to matches just as they would the boys matches and improve, you know, that that kind of thing for your little person, if they want, if she wants to whatever sport, what would what things are you already putting in, you know, to make sure that that would be something that she would want to stay in with? Yeah, well, like I'm actually so lucky that my child's Harley is so active that her favourite thing to do is just run around anyway. So I, I do think there's some sort of a sporting background going to going to be coming ahead. But like, I just think like she does come to all my matches and she does go to all Darren's matches, my husband's, and we'd go support other teams as well. That she, once she sees and is going to these games regularly, I do think it is something she'll pick up on and even just dribbling the ball outside. Like she, she it does seem to be quite active. But I just think once she's into something, as Sarah said, I think they all need a hobby. And even just some kids today, I know they are all into, you don't see kids playing out in the green anymore. Like as in when we were younger, you know, the, all this technology that I don't want her to get stuck into that. Although I think it's completely fine to have and she has her iPad and at downtime, that's what she gets. But it's more about being active and just for the friends and the social aspect as well. I think it's just, so I definitely think she'll be into something of some sort. And to get the balance right, yeah, you know, exactly. and that's it. I mean, when you read the statistics, like so many women are faced with massive body issues at the moment. You know, we're yeah. constantly bombarded with the images of the perfect woman, whatever that is, <clears throat> doesn't exist. Yeah. And I think more women in sport, it's such a more positive way of to view yourself, but also yeah. to view your body as a strong 
like lovely thing that's doing something sporty as opposed to that you're just a pretty thing yeah. that sits there and puts makeup on and I think that's the great thing about sport would you agree with that? A hundred percent definitely um, for me like my body is there for a purpose and that's to lift weights and that's it um, like even if you look on my Instagram I've like hardly any pictures with my body in it because that's not what I'm about and yeah. I don't want to get followers based on how I look okay there is selfies in there we all have <laughs> selfies but if you look a majority of it is with my lifts and my competitions and stuff like that and that's what I get the most amount of comments for and it's really good I guess so many people messaging me you know saying that you know they're motivated by me and how for them to get um, into it and, and that so you know I'm happy that in a way I can kind of uh, like motivate women and yeah. maybe inspire them that they anybody can do it and you don't have to look a certain way and I would hate for my Instagram to be known as uh, like one of these Insta Hunts. fish yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's not for me and that's the thing like some of the statistics are you know nine out of ten girls worry about what they look like yeah. but whereas seventy percent of girls who continue in sport will have a better self-image. So it yeah. just makes so much sense mm-hmm. to yeah. encourage our girls to, to stay in sport and actually just be more healthy generally. Yeah. Do you th- What do you think, though, that we could all... What are the things we could all do to encourage that to happen? Um, I suppose making like doing guest guest appearances at trainings and stuff like that getting different kind of athletes from the different county teams or different club teams to come in and do guest trainings and like visiting schools stuff like that um just to encourage them and to show them like how much of like how much you can actually progress and how much you can achieve by and there's so much of a social aspect that you you're you you are your football friends or your sporting friends are like some of your best friends that you'll ever make that I think that's a massive point so I think it either depends on the community they're in or like what what, what way they're hanging out like if in school if none of their friends are playing sport like more than likely that person won't go play sport even, even if she does have an interest but I think that kind of thing like so it will depend but I suppose just with little ads and stuff like that that definitely will help like the girls can see like their teams and stuff and it is I mean it it comes down to your peers if you're in a group that everyone says this is a great idea that we go to the gym it's a great idea to keep fit then they'll do it and if if the visibility is there whereas if everybody isn't doing that they're not going to do it no it's and more of an older age I think like obviously like even say 16 17 I think it's easier to get them in but it's more the younger kids like primary secondary school it needs to be all promoted in the schools as well do you know or depending on what type of school they're in a lot of them now are like schools are all excellent with the sport as well so but what I love about both of you is you've taken it further you've now combined continuing on your sport with motherhood which is by no means an easy feat absolutely not and I have so much respect for both of you and the same question I'd go to you to encourage mums so people who have had babies and think actually do you know what I'm, I don't have time or I'm I'm done with that what would you advise them what would you say to them look there's always a time if you can make it like before when I started powerlifting when I used to work out was on my hour lunch break at work that was the only time I could do it so if you really want to do something of course you'll find time to do it and be confident and don't feel bad about it like you know a lot yeah. of us feel guilty you like oh I'm leaving the child for an hour like come on like you know yeah. you can have your hour and as well as that when you get fit and you'll feel better for yourself and you'll be able to kind of 
deal with the day better because you have more energy and you know you're not stressed out because it is a massive stress reliever so don't feel guilty about it go and do it and find something that you're interested in I hate this idea of going to the gym and just when you're saying like you know for encouragement instead of saying to somebody that comes back from the gym or they've worked out for it you look great you've lost so much weight you look brilliant like look at your stomach why not be like oh you've done that that's cool or you know you've achieved something or you're getting stronger you're getting fit or you're getting stronger rather than like guys don't say that to each other they might say look at the size of your bicep but they're not (laughs) saying you've lost so much weight and that is like it's just the wrong way to look at things definitely so I think find something that you enjoy it doesn't necessarily have to be going on the treadmill and pounding it out and, and like exhausting yourself like it could be anything like with you it's it's GA it could be tennis it could be swimming something that you enjoy so you're more likely to do it and don't feel guilty about doing it don't be afraid to leave them with their dad for a while you know they leave them with you plenty yeah. so yeah definitely and that's such like that's such a positive message yeah. as well mm-hmm. and that you can pick up anything at any time and do really well at absolutely. it absolutely the ambition shouldn't be to have that weight loss or that you have to be a certain weight mm-hmm. it should be for your mental and emotional health as much as anything absolutely yeah, yeah. and you'll feel better as well because it's realistic achievements rather than like I think body image is completely unrealistic you're never going to be happy um I ta- like did a little bit of bodybuilding at the time I was absolutely miserable <laughs> it was the worst idea ever but um you know I had abs and you know I was, you were starving yes yeah, <laughs> oh my, I was just so and you're miserable. Trying to constantly maintain yeah. that. Yeah, and I look hard. at these girls yeah. that are like that lean all the time, and I just actually feel sorry for <laughs> them because yeah, it's just totally unachievable. Whereas I'd rather what I do now, um, I enjoy it, and you know, I'm not hungry. <laughs> I'm not miserable. <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? It's about getting that balance, Lorna. It's, yeah. it's about doing something that's for you, but also continuing to do it because of all the, the extra things that it yeah. adds to your life. Yeah, definitely. Like it's and even in there's a lot of Gaelic for moms now as well. So even if you're not, um, if you have no experience in it, like the girls out in Fox Rock there, my one of our mentors actually plays like on the Gaelic for moms teams. And they went off to like a tournament over in, in Brussels, I think, or Berlin or somewhere like and they had the time of their lives. Women in their late 40s, early 40s, 50s. And they'd never played sport before, but it was more the enjoyment factor. And they get to hang out with a group of women. They have the odd gin and tonic. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, in, it's enjoyable for them. It's a huge social aspect. Yeah. And as both of you have said that, you know, it's not about doing something just on your own. It's about all of the things that yeah. it brings with you. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I'm really inspired now, I have to say. <laughs> She's going to the gym I'll sign tomorrow. You, I'll sign you up tomorrow. <laughs> and also another thing to say is you don't have to be, I mean, both of you are elite, like both of you are, are excellent at what you do. But there are lots of other ways to get into sport or continue yeah. sport. You don't have to be amazing. It's about you and, and your mental mm-hmm. health yeah. and your well-being. You don't have to and scale the heady heights. The thing about it as well is your little people think you're amazing. Yeah. Even though you don't, you know, you're not achieving best thing when they see you doing it like I see sometimes with my kids and I might not even have that much of a heavy weight but like look at mummy like you yeah know? so as well as that you're inspiring your kids and you're amazing for your kids as well I mean that is the take-home message I mean that positive role modeling to see your mum not just your dad excelling in sport is such a brilliant thing and of course little girls are going to want to emulate that and I think that's how the next generation that's where the change is going to come exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. power to us it's great <laughs> but no thank you so much I mean I'm I'm really am inspired and I what I want 
people listening at home to really take home is that this is for everyone and you two have both continued to be amazing athletes and combining motherhood so huge respect to both of you. you thank you all for listening that was absolutely amazing I'm so thrilled that we had both both of you on and to give such a lovely perspective on of maintaining being a mother and doing sport. We'd also like to remind you of our amazing offer from our sponsor. So to get that, if you check out family friendly HQ forward slash motherboard. And if you'd like to like and subscribe our podcast, we'd be thrilled. And don't forget to leave us a review if you feel like it, positive only. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>